Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. I'm going to be your host today, Tyler Vitito, and this is going to be episode of Who the Fuck Cares? It's a side quest. Joining me today is my lovely wife, Amanda. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty Wonderful. good. A little bit nervous here because uh, we are very close to each other, so uh, if we shout too loud, cough, cough, uh, we'll pick up on each other. But since we're controllable, we're uh, not wild animals, unless talk about Pokemon. Then. I, say, I don't think it's me that you got to worry about. Really? Really? Oh, some shade. <laughs> okay. 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 If you, if you, if you want to play this game, we'll, we'll play hardball. We'll see what happens here. Oh, uh, man. So how's your week been going? Good. I haven't heard anything about it. So, you know, just clue me in. Oh, stranger. Okay. So, um, well, Thanksgiving was a couple days ago. Yeah, it was. And we had lots of turkey. We ate two meals, like the champs we are. We went to your uncle's. Ugh. I had a lot of fun playing um, Uno with your grandma and grandpa. That was, well, teaching her how to play was fun. And then... It's such a wild thought to me that old people don't know about Uno. Like, it's it's almost bizarre to me at this point. <laughs> well, she Back in past. my day, it used to be Crazy 8, so okay, Boomer. <laughs> Savage. Um... And then we went to my sister's and, excuse me, um, got my ass kicked at phase 10, which was fun. And then we had our second meal. Um, I did go Black Friday shopping. Ooh, what you get? Um, what video I, games? No, I went Ooh. to Menards. Mm. And so <sighs> <laughs> I ended up getting some toys for nieces okay, and toys. nephews. Ooh, I was going to say, and we're almost in the right direction. What else did I get? Oh, I got some stuff for the dog. Right, old Louie Lou. Got him a new sweater, a couple of toys for Christmas, because since he's our, our, our kid, then uh, he gets toys. Um, think that's it. Oh, we had the a birthday party to attend today. Yeah, it's been fucking parties all week. Parties, parties, parties. No. Oh, God, just let it stop. I Like, I don't get me wrong, I love seeing family, but it's like... I need to recharge my batteries, but it's like being on a boat during a, like a nasty storm. It's like you get splashed over to the floor and you're like, I'm okay. And then you get hit with another wave and it's like just over and over again. And it's like, just, okay, maybe I need a drink. Maybe that's the answer here. Tomorrow is all mine. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but we were supposed to go see grandma nope, tomorrow. don't ask me shit. I'm not asking. I was just saying. I'm not going anywhere. You're not going? No. But what about? What about what? Oh, okay, so you're considering it. Cool, good. Open offer, open offer. Uh, <laughs> that's the what it is, you know? Once if it's like, uh, but once if we want to go, and you're like, usually it's like a, no. But you're like, I'm listening. <laughs> that's because I, there's a possibility that you're going to bribe me with good food, and if you bribe me with good food, then maybe I'll consider leaving this house. I mean, that's that's fair. I mean... It's like, ooh, I gotta go see said family member name here. It's like, I'm really busy today. It's like, but Bob Evans. I would not go anywhere for Bob Evans. Great Wall. I might leave for Great Wall. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Applebee's? I will not leave for Applebee's. Okay, uh, Lucky's. That's a maybe, because... That's a maybe for me, dog. <laughs> Lucky's is a little more upscale, so that means I have to be dressed nice. So. Ooh, effort. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Well, That's rather the than point me- where I have to weigh, like, okay, so Lucky's has great food. Is it worth putting on nice pants? If I go to Great Wall, I can wear my sweatpants and no qualms about it because there, there's a bunch of gross people there. <laughs> oh, live, child, yeah. live. <laughs> if I go to Lucky's, then I have to wear nice pants, at least pick out a decent shirt. So, oh, nobody wants that. that that's effort. Ugh. It is effort. Okay. So. Uh, hmm. I think for me, no, I don't think anything under uh, the sky could uh, drag me out of the house tomorrow. I just, I, I honestly want to do two things. I want to do some Dungeons and Dragons, try to murder somebody. And if I can't, just, you know, plot their murder. I mean, you, wow, did you pull that sound right out of my head? Uh, <laughs> and the other thing is play Pokemon, I guess. Uh, that's, that's all I can think about, Amanda. I got Pokemon in the brain. Honestly, I just, I'd be happy with even just starting by myself and just a TV show. It's after Thanksgiving, so I feel okay and listening to Christmas music and watching Christmas movies. So, or, there was a new update that came out for Saturday Valley, right? Yes. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, It was a complete content update, so there was a whole load of things that were added. There's like a new fishing pond or something like that. There's a new, um, you can grow rice, um, the four corners map, which is like, it's a good map when you want to play together, but you have somebody who keeps spending all your money, <coughs> Brandon, um, Brandon, so <laughs> AKA Zigzagoon over on Twitter and part of the casual master quest. So you can have your own separate money in your own separate space, but you're still playing, um, cooperatively with a couple other people which i think is really cool i really like that aspect but um there are a lot of things in the game that i have not reached yet such as apparently there are new relationship um interactions or cut scene things for when you marry heart events that's what they're called new um heart events for after you're married to somebody Mm. So, but when I, when the update came out, I was like, well, do I want to like, just kind of pick up where I left off and skip ahead to all that good stuff? Or do I want to start from scratch and pick up on some of the newer things, like a new experience? So I took the new experience route because also in the beginning, whereas you could pick either a cat or a dog. So they have now three cat options and three dog options. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Which one did you go for? I went for the dog that, one second. And the puppy got a mention of the name dog and he's like, yeah. that's me. <laughs> this me, this me. Um, They have the new three dog, well, two new dogs. So they have the original dog and then they have one that kind of looks like a German Shepherdish kind mm-hmm, of breed. Mm-hmm. And then another just brown one with dark brown floppy ears. I took the dark brown one or the dark brown floppy ear dog because I thought he was extra cute. And mm. did I name him? I don't know. I, f- I forgot what I named it. <laughs> I honestly, I think if I went for the uh, any of them, I pro- I think I'm a sucker for the the German Shepherd looking dog. It's just with its big perky ears. So it looks so cute. Yeah, I figured that would be your pick. So talking about uh, like post marriage scenes, does is there anything where it's like if you ignore your wife for like five days straight and she lies in bed, do you just have that like cut scene where you have to have the talk? Um, I'm not sure. I know that you can lose your relationship status. Like 
you know, there's, I think, 14 hearts that you can have with your significant other and or your spouse, I should say. And after a certain point, like you'll get married and then it'll unlock like two more hearts or whatever. Mm. And once you get those hearts filled, you'll get a star drop that will increase your energy. Oh, yeah. But I know the true meaning of marriage. If you ignore them day in and day out, then you will lose hearts. So you do have to keep up your relationship, at least just by saying hi every day. But I, in the updates, I read that there were two new events. And also, so of course, you give the flower bouquet to start dating somebody. You can also now buy something. I can't remember what it was called, but you can break up with them rather than, you know, just ignoring them until they're like, screw this. So uh, the new option to find a new wife who is no longer to ghost people? Pretty much. So if like you decide you want to marry one person and then you're like, you know what? Actually, I'm building a better bond with this person, but I already gave this person a bouquet and they're my boyfriend or girlfriend. And then you're like, ah, no, I want to go with this person. So you can break up with them now. I'm trying to imagine what that item is. I imagine like a honeycomb just to send bees at them or something. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like that. I. I want to say it was like dried flowers or something. I don't know. Jeez, uh, yeah. I'd rather get ghosted at that point than I tried. I could be way wrong. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, okay. Uh, so you have you gotten a chance to play the Four Corners in Stardew Valley? I did. I play. I've been playing with um Brandon and Jacob, and we've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been streaming most of it too. So mm. um, I don't know. We've been enjoying it. I just like having somebody else to play with so honestly because i love stardew so much it's probably one of my favorite games definitely top three so it's an okay game mm, bite me so to finally have somebody else to play with is really exciting because everybody's like oh yeah i'll play a game of stardew with you and then we'll get started and then we'll play once or twice and it'll be done with right right uh have you been playing any other games or uh i've been playing pokemon here and there <gasps> you play pokemon i do i have not officially beat the game yet amanda but i am near the end if that counts or anything it's been two weeks i'm kind of just enjoying like running around catching pokemon kicking butt taking names doing raids i've just been kind of enjoying like that aspect Though the storyline is interesting, I will say that. And I am curious to see how things play out, and I am interested in seeing what happens. But I don't feel like the urgency of, I've got to do, I've got to know right now. I just got to know what's going to happen next. I got to know what they did and who did this. I just don't feel that urgency. So I'm just kind of enjoying everything. First off, I'd like to say you sound like a fucking casual, but that's okay. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, uh, I, I try to sing it with disdain, but it's like, you know what? <laughs> what ifs? What have uh, you been playing? Other than Pokemon. <laughs> you think I I play anything? Do you think I do anything <laughs> but live, breathe, and die for Pokemon, Amanda? Are, are you for real? You know, those lonely nights where you're like, I wish my husband would come the bad enough, and you're like, where the fuck is Dreezy? <laughs> Like, I am literally fucking Stew Pickle from Rugrats making pudding at 3 o'clock in the morning or 2 a.m. And you're like, Tyler, why are you sitting there staring and looking for Pokemon? Lost control of my life. And it's just, 
game freak and you know doing the crazy laugh as angelica from the bed saying one percent chance of finding it in cloudy territory but uh <laughs> so since i last got to talk about me playing the game i uh i like before i had three hours in but at this point i'm a little bit more than that i mean no actually i get that i did get to talk about it when i got a little bit more progress uh just uh like update folks uh i did beat the game I uh, defeated the post story too, which uh, took about maybe like an extra hour, hour and a half. It wasn't anything crazy. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I hated every single fucking second of it after you, you know, beat the champion and all that stuff. Everything that happened after this, like, okay. Yeah. Really? Nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Was it uh, like just tying up the story stuff? There. Yes and no. Obviously, I don't want to get into too much spoiler stuff, but they introduce some characters that you've never seen before until the end, and they just seem like fucking SpongeBob characters. They're like, <laughs> we're the true villains now, and it's like, I mean, if you fucking insist, all right, let's dance. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the end result is you do get a legendary, and I'm not going to lie, the first legendary that you get in this game, that you're supposed to get, rather... Uh, I was kind of upset because it was essentially a welfare legendary. Like, there, there's no difficulty besides, you know, beating it. And then after that, it's guaranteed that you catch it. Like, you could throw a Pokeball at it, you could catch it. And that was kind of frustrating for me because it's like, if there's one thing I noticed about Sword and Shield is uh, it's very, very happy to be generous with you. I mean, like the joke is, you know, uh, your mom lends you a small check of 30,000 Poke dollars. <laughs> You get handed Pokeballs, you get handed these cool Pokemon left and right. Pokemon that you still, if you wanted to catch more of it, like uh, Toxel, you can catch Toxel in the wild. I mean, it's, you know, not a weird thing, but the fact that they just want to keep handing you stuff. And then even when it comes to the big conflict that leads you to one of the legendary Pokemons of this game, it's like, hey, beat me, and then just throw a Pokeball, and it's completely yours, no questions asked. Which isn't bad. I guess, but uh, the end result is, you know, all the the twelve year olds that have uh, this one legendary Pokemon, which a I don't remember the name, and b even if I did, I don't think I should say it yet. <laughs> They've been like anybody who's been like doing Dynamax Den raids, they see this Pokemon being used left and right because it's supposed to be uber powerful and all that stuff, and it's like they they don't even want to try. It's like hey. We're going to fight this Dreadnought. Let's use Stred. Nope. I'm going to use this thing. Dynamax beam. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> cool. No, that's fair. That's fair, I guess. But when you do the post game that lets you catch a different legendary Pokemon, it's fucking hard. There's difficulty to it. And I really, really appreciate that. See, I had somebody tell me that they thought this was one of the best storylines that they've had in a long time and i i will give you that they do hand out a lot because i'm usually really stingy with my money because i'm like well what if i you know need to catch more pokemon but i'm all out of pokeballs and then i don't have any money but you know <laughs> my friend says that he bought outfit after outfit and still had a shit ton of money left over so they are pretty generous with this game yeah, I mean, they encourage you to do the, the Dynamax battles. And if you complete it, you don't even have to catch the Pokemon. You're like, fuck it. You thought $30,000 was crazy. Get a load of this, guys. And it's like they just jack you up with, like, 
I have so much materials like, you know, ultra balls, hyper potions, full heals, you, you name it. I'm stocked up like, you know, it's going to be the fucking end of Galar as we know it. And yeah, you know, like all the stuff is going to go out of stock and I still have half a million poke dollars. And it's like, hey. what do I do with this? I, you know, what do I do with all this money? Can I invest it in poke stocks? No, but it, <laughs> it, it's, it's been nice. Uh, the big thing for me after I beat the game, I've been trying to do it up until I beat the game and all that stuff, but I've been trying to complete the uh, the Pokédex, and so far I'm getting really, really low, Samanda. So close. How many are you at so far? Uh, so for those who are curious, uh, the National Galarian Pokédex has 400 Pokémon in it that you can catch. Uh, I am some. I think I just hit 380. Woo-hoo. So I am. Let's see. That's. 380 out of 400, that's 19 out of 20, so that's, I'm 95% done. Oh my gosh, Amanda, it's like, it's been driving me fucking batshit crazy because every single time I feel like I'm gonna hit, like, a dead end, it's like, oh, I guess this is where I sit here for hours and bang my head against the wall trying to get a Pokemon, and some magical saving grace will come in. 95% of that time is... (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, it's you. (laughs) You've been been saving my... Like, there's... Oh, I need this Pokemon. I'm like, wait, I have that. Wait, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, like, what I the f- <laughs> Like, my first option, it's like, okay, uh, let's say, for example, Togepi. Togepi can only be caught in one area, in like, almost one area, in the entire fucking game, and it's only during, well, it has like a one per, or one or two percent chance of like any weather, and the highest that increases from any weather situation is up to five percent. And that's just the only one thing. And so it's like, okay, I guess I'm going to be sitting here for a while in this one area, praying to God that I'll find a Togepi. And you're just coming along, swinging your fucking cane from surprise trades, thinking you're a hotshot daddy, you know, Warbucks over here. And lo and behold, you have, yeah, well, I think it was a Togetic or something. No, I, me, no, you, you had a Togepi. Surprise trades have been really good to me, I guess. I don't know. I just, I'm just like, oh, I don't have the one, so I'll put it in a different box and then i'll start trading some other ones and like and then of course i've been breeding some good ones to hopefully pass on the wealth i guess to say because <laughs> especially between like the starters score bunny i i ended up breeding a whole bunch of score bunnies just as dropping the surprise trades because you never know who's gonna need one or maybe they get one and they're like oh well i already have this but my friend doesn't so shocker if you put a rabbit with a ditto they fuck like rabbits uh you get a lot yeah. of them <laughs> uh a couple of things i noticed with surprise trades initially it was you know for some reason whenever it was a japanese player you always got the same thing ever and it was a magic harp but then you know everybody else they wanted to give that fucking squirrel pokemon or a rickety or you know just the basic stuff but nowadays i think those people gave up because either they matured or they quit or maybe they moved on i have no idea they finally understand that, you know, to get good, you must give good. Breeders. Breeders have been, you know, they have 30 different of the same type of Pokemon, but only, you know, five of them actually had the IVs that they need or the strong nature. So it's like almost perfect, but not quite. And so it's like, do they set them free so that they become vermins of society over in, you know, Hammerlock or some shit? It's like, nope, I'm going to fruitcake this motherfucker over to somebody else and... <laughs> Other people, you know, they might be like, you give me this. And it's like, after I, I, think, I go ahead. Oh, I think the people who are dropping like the rookies and 
the squirrels and stuff, beginning starter stuff, are the people who are just starting out and they're like, you know what? There, I bet you there's people that have like good stuff out there. So if I in surprise trades, of course you never know what you're gonna get. So you know somebody like me to drop a starter score bunny in there and end up with that. What was it? Dreepy, dreep, little floating lizard. Dreezy, the Dreezy. ghost dragon. Yeah. So I ended up with I ended up with two of those. Nice. And I had no idea their value. I guess because yes. I just kind of saved them. And. Bless you. Bless your little heart, honey. Thank you. Uh, she, since she owns Shield and I own uh, Sword, also been, you've been pulling a lot of favors. Helped me even get like the common Shield Pokemon that I wouldn't have been otherwise able to get. And it's been rough. There's been a couple of times where I thought uh, I was going to have to give up. But it was weird because it wasn't until I hit about 320 when I realized that I had no idea where else to start looking for Pokemon. And as a result, I had to actually start looking at the... Uh, the Galarian Pokedex online. And I discovered a lot of things that I thought I had cemented in my head proper with Sword and Shield. Uh, for example, I tried getting a Munchlax by putting a Snorlax with a uh, a Ditto. And I was like, okay, you know, that makes sense. You know, baby form of Snorlax. And then as a result, I got a fucking Snorlax. I'm like, what the fuck? And, you know, I, I did this with a couple other Pokemon. Well, okay, let's give it to Mr. Mime. I got fucking Mr. Mime. And I was like, I guess baby Pokemon don't exist in this game. And I was wrong because apparently in this game, and this is the first time I've ever seen this instituted. Uh, if you want the baby form of a certain Pokemon, let's say for the Snorlax to get Munchlax, you had to give uh, Snorlax a, what is called a full incense, I believe, which is uh, what, you know, you can get a bunch of instances from uh, a merchant over in the city with the water gym. And, Doing that will enable you to get uh, water Pokemon, or sorry, the the baby Pokemon. And I think it was Game Freak's way of saying, hey, you shouldn't have to deal with, you know, raising the friendship on your Pichu and all that to get it to Pikachu. Here's a straight shot, you know, straight to the good stuff. But if you're, I was about to say stupid, uh, if you're crazy or you just need to fill the Pokedex, here's a little trick. You know, uh, 10 tricks uh, Game Freak didn't want you to know. <laughs> this one will surprise all the egg lovers out there. And uh, other than that, you know, I discovered that. So I've had to learn what Pokemon needs what incense to get the baby for him. Uh, I learned that there are a lot of... Jesus, somebody was flooring it by us. Uh, like uh, trading certain Pokemon, certain items to get them evolved. Uh, like uh, my biggest one, I think it's like Swirlix or something like that. You get, evolve it into Slurpuff, but in order to get the uh, him evolved... I had to give it something called Whipped Dream, which is an item that I couldn't get until until I did so much shit over in Battle Tower, which is something that you'll get, you'll maybe potentially if you mm -hmm. keep playing, will get to enjoy once uh, you beat like post game and all that stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, Amanda, I hate Battle Tower. Why? <clears throat> What's so bad about it? So picture this: when I take on the final. The Elite Four equivalent, which, you know, it's different in this game. You beat that, you beat, like, when you take on Champion Leon, which, you know, obviously that eventually happens. His Pokemon are probably somewhere around, like, uh, mid-50, maybe six, low 60s, something like that. My Pokemon are level 83. Dang. So, you know, he's like, haha, my Char, you know, my Charizard has made me undefeatable. And I'm like, 
aha, my dreadnought that I, you know, ate, you know, fed so many extra large candies that he can't walk anymore. Uh, you just, you know, face rolls him. So, you know, just to sneeze at that Charizard and yeah, it was like one head, you know, head smash, which is a rock move four times weakness to a Dynamax Charizard. It's like, why even evolve? You donezo, son. So, you know, I've been able to clear through the game just by sheer power. But in Battle Tower, Amanda, I actually have to be good. <laughs> and, you know, it's being, <laughs> because uh, they make everybody's Pokemon level 50. So if, you know, even if I, you know, you know, beefed up and all that stuff in terms of like IVs and EVs and all that stuff, I'm still on the same level as my opponents. And but yeah, don't you still have the advantage of higher level moves? Uh, theoretically, if there's moves that I could only learn above level 50, I could do that. But, like, most of the stuff I learned was just, you know, basic moves, you know, just, like, for my Corva Knight, it's, like, all I needed was, uh, Drill Pack and Brave Bird. And I think I had one, like, Steel Wing or something like that, and that's all I ever used. And it's served me well, even if it was not very effective, because I was always told, you know, 20 levels higher. But it's like... Oh, so that's what happens when I'm on a fair advantage playing field and I get wrecked. And it's like, (laughs) get wrecked, son. So it was weird because there's a certain point in Battle Tower where you get the fight returning players that you've seen before. My last fight was with Leon. And, you know, you can imagine Leon, the NPC who I defeated, you know, in the disgraces of losing his championship is like, so our Pokemon's on the same level, huh? And, you know, he's cracking his knuckles, getting his necks like, oh, I'm going to make you hurt. You better bite that pillow, buddy, because I'm going in dry. And he fucking wrecked me, Amanda. Like, <laughs> bad. It was, it was humiliatingly bad. I still won, and this is bullshit, uh, how I won. Like, my, my Dreadnought, by, like, the saving graces of God, somehow managed to power through it, and he had his Charizard, who he Dynamaxed. I couldn't Dynamax myself, and my Dreadnought was, like, at 10 health. He His Charizard did a non-damaging like attack just to say, you know, LOL or something. I don't know. And I end up using Head Smash, which is a self-damaging type attack. Mm-hmm. It did the four times damage. It took his Charizard out in one hit, and it killed my last Pokemon, Dreadnought. But oh jeez! It still gave me credit for the victory. Like I, like I scraped my way through the concrete just to get that <laughs> win. And it, it just beating him was exactly all I needed to get what is called a uh, IV checker, which I think I showed you earlier. Yeah. So for the people who enjoy competitive gaming and all that stuff, you know, getting perfect IVs from breeding and all that is like one of the big things people need to do. Uh, you know. There's no good sending in a cool Pokemon if all their stats are genetically poorer than, you know, an equivalent of an opponent's. And so I started, you know, having that ability and going through the PC and looking at different Pokemon. It's like I'm starting to notice a couple of things. So fun fact for those out there who are playing Pokemon, your Dynamax Pokemon, uh, depending on how many stars the challenge is. I'm pretty sure, uh, like, the more stars it has, the more uh, of those stats are actually at perfect level. So if you catch, like, once you beat the, or get close to endgame, you have a chance to fight a Dynamax Charizard or the uh, Scorzipede or whatever it's called, that Lava Centipede. Uh, there's a good chance Scorch- that... Scorchipede. 
Scorzel? Is that what it's called? Scorchipede? I thought it was Scorch scorch or something like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Fire centipede thing with cool mustache. And uh, if you catch it, and it's really fucking hard, but if you catch it, almost all of its stats are going to be perfect, which is amazing for breeding. Uh, It stinks because that specific Pokemon, you know, if it's... And this bugs me so much, Amanda. The difference between Dynamax Pokemon and Gigantamax Pokemon... It's uh, like, I, I I have my Dreadnought, I can Dynamax, it turns bigger, it's cool looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but then you go into a, a Dynamax den, and you face a Dreadnought, and suddenly that motherfucker turns upright, and he's on his hind legs, and he looks cool as shit. And he got his Gigantamax form. My Dreadnought can't turn into that, because I have to catch the Gigantamax version of it. And so it's like, do I give up my old Dreadnought so I could have one that learned, you know, how to become bipedal? It's like, is it worth it? I don't know. At the same time, I say yes, because if I catch it, that means, you know, between three and five of its six stats are going to be perfect. So it's going to be like, oh, yeah, big mama. Uh, (laughs) What do you think? Uh, Do you feel like uh, you want to breed to try to get perfect Pokemon? Probably not. That just... I understand the gist of how breeding for perfect IVs works, but at the same point, I don't understand it. Cause like I've listened to and watched you do it over the years and I'm just like, what the fuck? How did, wait, what? And so I understand it. And at the same time, I don't. And then again, breeding perfect Pokemon has never been something that I've been fully committed to. I might go, oh yeah, well I want this this specific Pokemon just to be perfect in every single way because I love it so much. So I might get started on it, but I hardly ever finish it. So for me, perfect IVs is not something important to me. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Like, honestly, back in the day, I think I didn't even consider, like, doing proper breeding until Sun and Moon. Like, X and Y, I just needed to have a good team and then, you know, go in and wreck shit, but... Right. I mean, I I know that all of my one of my favorite Pokemon or one of my most used Pokemon has Garbo stats, then maybe I might consider breeding to get something at least so that I don't have a disadvantage. I don't, I like to meet somewhere in the middle. Right. I mean, if you have Pokemon with average stats, at least you got that. But you know, it's like, as you said, if you look at your Pokemon, suddenly you see it's IV and you're like, Holy crap. Uh, these like th- this thing is you know missing a leg at this point. It's like, why is the speed so gimped? <laughs> Uh, like you look and it's like a florida man of a pokemon and it's like holy shit like, what bath salts have you taken uh shout out to all the florida people out there uh but yeah i uh another thing that i don't know if i'm gonna go for yet but i i kind of want to give it a shot just to see if i can do it shiny hunting shiny hunting i think i mean who doesn't like a shiny pokemon if you hell yeah across a shiny pokemon you're like yes i'm gonna get that bitch and it's gonna be mine but i don't think it's something that i'm gonna work excessively at (laughs) so and i and it's something i've never worked excessively at i've never been like obsessed with finding a specific shiny pokemon so it's like i don't know are you sure though wouldn't you want that cool shiny charmander you know what color charmander is when it's shiny amanda isn't it black and blue I actually have no fucking idea. Uh, but the nice thing about shiny hunting, I think, in this game, like, 
I think it was easier in Sun and Moon technically, but I like the way that they did it in here because it half implements uh, what's going on over in Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu with uh, the whole catch battle chain or chain comboing. But in Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, in order to increase your chance of finding a shiny, you would have to catch the same Pokemon over and over. And if you encountered another Pokemon, you couldn't catch it. You just had to run. Uh, the problem with that is... Uh, in Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, if that Pokemon disappeared or ran away, you were fucked. You had to start the whole mm -hmm. chain over. And over here in Sword and Shield, uh, you don't actually have to catch it. You can just do what I do and, you know, curb stomp the shit out of it. So it's like, <laughs> if you really, 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 for some reason, still want that shiny red Gyarados in this day and age, uh, Magikarp are fucking everywhere. So you just sit there and, you know... Pull your fishing rod out as soon as the uh, Magikarp hits the ground, your fucking whatever you want just stomps it to death, and you just do that for like 20 hours. And eventually, uh, like I think after 28 or 31, you get an increased chance after doing that many times. After I think I think it's 31 Magikarp, you'll get an increased chance of finding a shiny version of that. It just sounds really tedious though. So that absolutely. I mean, I don't know if it is worth it because there is no advantage to a shiny. Absolutely not. And to make it worse, what happens if that Pokemon has shit stats? Yeah, you can't breed a shiny. I mean, you can, but well, you can, but you but can't breed not, a shiny to get another shiny. <laughs> right. Uh, like uh, the other thing that you can do to increase the chance uh, is uh, the more that you have beaten overall, also increases the chance, like a multiplier of sorts. And uh, the nice thing about completing the Pokédex, if I get to, you know around to doing that, is uh, you, I think you get something called a shiny charge or charm, which essentially just permanently increases the amount of shinies that you'll find in the world. So something you know for me to look forward to. And uh, it just bugs me because I saw somebody post a video on Twitter where she went through forty nine hundred rookies. Oh my gosh. To get the the super shiny version of it. Not just the shiny, the super shiny version of it, Amanda. And have you heard about the super shiny version? No, I have not. So there's an obscene chance of catching a shiny Pokemon. Uh, like, I think at, in, in the absolute best state, it's like a 1 in 256 chance. Uh, but to get a super shiny, which uh, basically they recognize the difference, it's... A shiny Pokemon, but right when they, you know, start the animation and all that, you'll see sparklies appear around it. Uh, they call it uh, Diamond sh uh, Shiny just because it looks like diamond sparkle around it. That has a 1 in 15 chance of appearing on a shiny Pokemon. So if you can imagine 1 in 256 at best stats times 1 out of 15. So the, the fact that they spent 4,900 rickities makes sense statistically. But yeah, fuck that. That just doesn't sound like it's worth it. <laughs> uh, the, there's two Pokemon that I really want to get a shiny version of. Uh, one is Obstagoon, because he looks like fucking America. He's like... <laughs> it, Obstagoon is, you know, black and white, but in the shiny form, he's blue and red. With uh, the white... It's down the, so he's, you know, I know technically it's supposed to represent jolly old England and all that stuff, but I mean, America. And... <laughs> The other one is uh, Dreadnought. He has like a color schematic that kind of makes him look like Bowser. I thought that would be cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So 
something for me that you don't think of that I'll look forward to uh, if I ever get to go that far. But uh, for now, I have 20 more Pokemon to go. We'll see if I can do it. And uh, also, I love you. Please help me out more because almost all the Pokemon I need are Switch exclusive right now. Like, Amanda, I'll suck you dick. <laughs> I will get you your fat monkey. I'll get you that for sure. Pa- oh, the- take some time. That could have be could have been suggested in different ways of what you meant by that. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> the monkey uh, Orangru. Orangru, yeah. So when you say when <laughs> I say I'll suck your dick and you're like yeah I'll get you a fat monkey it's like <laughs> my bad it made me nervous of what have I been missing all these years. <laughs> uh yeah, Tyler, I've been talking between the legs. I got news for you, big boy. Don't oh. be gross. I'm sorry. No, that, that that was my bad. That was my bad. That monkey. He's a gorilla. He's not even a gorilla. He's a scientist. He's not a gorilla. And he, I don't, well, I don't know what he is. He's <laughs> a fucking freak of nature, that's what he is. Uh, there passions. is an actual monkey that he represents there because it's a monkey and it does, like, because Oranguru has, like, that big fat roll under his neck or under his chin. Mm-hmm. So there is an actual monkey that has that roll. I just have no idea what it's called. Is there any particular Pokemon, like uh, the new ones that you've seen so far, that you just like you absolutely loved? Um, of course, I like the and now I can't even think of his name. The little corgi. A <laughs> uh, yamper. Yamper. Yes, I, I love hate that yamper. corgi. Super freaking cute. Ah, uh, he's so horrifying. And I, I do like his evolution. And then, um, I don't know of the new ones. A lot of them. I was just like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> honestly. And I, somebody had told me that when Scorbunny evolved into Raboot, they're like, oh, man, that one looks so cool. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. So I did not I did not enjoy Raboot's look, but I did enjoy Cinderace's. Mm. But I don't know. I Some of them were just kind of hit and miss. The little gremlin looking mofo. Impotent. No. No, before he gets all his hair. I, I like his base form is impotent. Yeah, but I'm talking about the after he evolves. But before he becomes uh, Bayonetta Hair Daddy. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember his name either. Oof. I can't. He's something else. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that little thing. Uh, how do you feel about the Galarian uh, Ponyta in uh, Farfetch? I really like the Ponyta. It reminds me of like just when you think of a unicorn. You just think magical. And then the Galarian Ponyta was, you know, they do when it evolves to the Rapidash has the big horn like a unicorn and then like fluffy cotton candy hair. And I'm just like, you are what magic should be. <laughs> so <laughs> I really like that. And as far as the, are you said the far-fetched? Yes. I mean, I'm indifferent about it. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Dang, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. You see, I actually don't like the Galarian Ponyta. I thought no? I did. I think the big problem is uh, I realized I like the fire type a lot better than the uh, the psychic or I think it's psychic, maybe fairy. But uh, like I like the Galarian Ponyta. I don't like uh, Galarian Rapidash. Like it looks like the thing of nightmares to me. Like uh, I think I mean, I love the original Ponyta and Rapid- Rapidash because fire types are my thing. I love fire types. So. I, I think I've just got a spot for both of them in my heart. Uh, in regards to like Farfetch and Surfetch, I I love them so much. Do you? 
like uh, he looks like a motherfucker that's smoking a cigarette outside a pub and he's like (laughs) hey you talking to me Hey, you want that chin wag over here? Eh, motherfucker, I'm gonna crit on you three times and revolve. How about that? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he, he will fuck your shit up, and I, I, I love it. Uh, it was a bit of a pain for me to evolve him. I, at least that's I, I thought that was going to be the case, but I did it in the very first battle. Did you get to evolve your uh, Farfetch'd yet? Not yet, no. It, it's a real punk just because... Uh, for those who don't know, uh, in order for Farfetch to evolve into Surfetch in this, you gotta land three critical hits in one fight and win. And it's like, how the fuck do you do that? And it's like, there's two ways. Uh, you can teach it Focus Energy, which is a TR versus the TM, but you can still get it. And you can also uh, give it a leak to carry, which, uh, which will increase its critical rate. And I think it's an excellent Pokemon. I still haven't actually looked at building a team yet. Honestly, I haven't either. I mean, I have a team that I'm just kind of getting through with, but right is and I tried to be pretty diverse, and I think I am pretty diverse in having a pretty good basic coverage of types to be effective against. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like I I feel like there's room for improvement. <laughs> no, I mean I I totally understand that because uh, there, uh sorry my camera's unfocusing uh because I. My team pretty much got set in stone the very first time I went to the wilds area. So we're talking like before I even got my first badge, I had my team put together and I stuck with it all the way to the very end. It's not a perfect team. It was just like this super goon squad, <laughs> literally, with uh, all my you know people's uh, favorite Pokemon in the team. And I just burned through it because I was like, eh, it works. And I love it, but I realize it's not even close to being competitive. Uh, I think my favorite Pokemon that I like design-wise so far is, it's really weird because I I think it's Corviknight. Uh, Corviknight is definitely one of those Pokemon where it's like, you, you see Rickety and it's like, okay, you're the fucking dopey-ass Pidgey of this group, let's throw you on the party. Uh, and I saw Corviknight before, and I didn't know it was going to evolve into Corviknight, and, you know, once it did, I'm like, what's up? And, you know, it kind of like <laughs> nod his head, it's like, what's Corviknight? And it's like... Okay, yeah, uh, I guess we're 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 gonna be fucking best friends, aren't we? Uh, in terms of design, I I like the Gigantamax versions, but like in thinking of like base forms, I think I like Colossal. Colossal was pretty cool. Uh, fuck you to the middle version, as I always say, because it's Carcol, which is my you know my bane of pronunciation and all of my human history or living memory, I guess I should say. Just fuck that Pokemon. Uh. <laughs> I was so excited when I came across that. I was like, oh my gosh. It Does that say what I think it It says Karkle. <laughs> it doesn't need to be silent if they just take out the fucking letter H. It's like, fuck. Ooh, uh. <laughs> I was kind of upset that there was absolutely no Alolan versions in this game. Which, and, you know, it makes sense and all that stuff. But at the same time, they introduced Kanto version of certain Pokemon. Like, uh, for example, if you really wanted a Kanto version of Meowth, you can. You totally can. Mm-hmm. You want a Kanto version of Yamask, you can. And it was just weird. It's like, well, what about Alolan? You know, send me a motherfucker from Alolan Islands or whatever and just give me Alolan right you. You know, just that's all I need. And it's like... No can do, dog. Cause you know you're you're gonna have to eat ass and get yourself you know a light ball for that Pikachu because you see that or the Kanto right shoe. And it's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, I think Mister Rhyme is a goddamn pimp, and I love him. I think he's beautiful. 
Uh, I like uh, Meowth, the uh, Galarian Meowth and his Berserker because uh, perfect just the way he Meowth gone Viking. <laughs> I mean, you're not. I don't think you're wrong. I think you're in the right direction with the uh, the origin on that <laughs> uh, Meowth when uh, he realizes there's no much uh, or no more booze in the barrel. It's like. All right, laddies, time to see some fairy slipes or swipes, you fucking cats. Uh, so, uh, anything else uh, you want to talk about in Pokemon? Uh, anything you're feeling? I mean, that's pretty much it in a nutshell right there. Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to specify because I haven't even beat it yet. So, I, I don't know as much as you do. <laughs> mm. And a fun fact to anybody, I know this won't apply to anybody that I know of, but if you're trying to evolve an Inkate into a Malamar, uh, first off, I'm sure you know this part. It, it has to be level 30, and you need to, to level up when the uh, entire system, while, while you're holding it, is upside down. Don't be a dumbass like me and do this while leaving the Pro Controller still connected to the Switch. Because <laughs> it, it'll sense the Pro Controller instead of everything else, and it's like, well, you didn't hold the Pro Controller upside down, so I guess, you know, tough noogies for you, motherfucker. And it's like, okay, I mean, if you... Advances. Save yourself some trouble. Just connect the Pro Controller. There you go. You're welcome. Anyways, also fuck Wabafets. Anyways, I think that's gonna be it for Pokemon. Is there any other games that you got to put your hands on this week? Just Stardew and Pokemon, I think. Oh my god, it sounds fucking perfect. Uh, no uh, time in my time in Porsche. I honestly have not touched that in a while. Oh man, or are you are you okay, Amanda? Are you sick? Forest. <laughs> Here, let me do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> for as balls deep as I went into my time at Porsche, I still, I mean, I don't think, I think it's kind of like Stardew. There's an end, but you can keep going. Hmm. I don't think I have reached the end because there's still a lot of things I can do. Like, I have not gotten married. Um, I was working on one certain character, Arlo, but... I don't know. I just, uh, I, I think I just got kind of burnt out on it because okay. it is a tedious game. I will say that it looks tedious and it's true to how it looks. It looks tedious and it is tedious. There's a lot of back and forth between, well, to make this, you have to make this. And to make that, you have to make three of these, which means you gotta have to go make this. And it's like enjoyable. I enjoyed it, but it's just a lot of work. So at some point, I th I think that's kind of why I got burnt out about it. But I don't know. I mean, I want to go back to it. I do want to eventually like get married and see you know you other get married? things that happen. Yes, get married again. Wait. What? With who? Huh? In game? In my time in Porsche? <laughs> Just fucking. You can marry whoever you want in any game. Like I fucked the shit out of Abigail and Stardew uh, Valley. So. <laughs> Which doesn't surprise me. Look, she beat me in the Easter eggs. I I just, it was a power fantasy at that point. <laughs> uh, well, sh I think we should uh, move over to the modular segment slash uh, topic of the show. Uh, since this is a side quest, we're doing whatever the fuck we want. Uh, because, you know, it's Saturday. We're kicking back. We're, we're relaxing. Everybody and their mother is fucking burnt out from this week. Like, there's been so much that's been going on this week. Uh... Even with uh, the other team members, it's been a fucking nightmare. Like, well, maybe not that far, but it's been a busy week. And honestly, like, I got a thing of Jack Daniels that I'm just waiting to pop open. And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, we're talking like $52 bottle 
Jack and Andy, like not mm-hmm. the the cheap swill. Uh, we're talking like overpriced good shit. And I'm I'm hoping to get my hands on it. Uh, well, I don't even really need the hope. I just gotta you know get up and walk over to it. But yeah, but video games, Amanda. Yes. Let's fucking fight. No, I don't want to fight. Oh, I want to fight. Uh. <laughs> Amanda has left the call. <laughs> Girl, bye. Click. Ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. So I had a challenge for you. And the funny part is you did all the preparation. I did absolutely nothing. So I'm curious to see how this goes. So I, I'm, I'm ready for this. Uh, For the, you know, special topic of the show, modular segment, do dad thing for uh, the side quest. I wanted to uh, set up a challenge for the two of us because the last major time that her and I showed up on a podcast, we were with a couple other people for a different podcast and we did like a challenging game of how much do you know about your spouse? And I, I'm curious to see, you know, it's been a couple of years. How much does Amanda know about me and my video game preferences and vice versa? Because honestly, I don't think I have a fucking clue. And so, uh, I, I issued it. Wait a second. So the questions that I put together. Yeah. I have to know these about you. Uh no, you need to know them about yourself and I gotta guess them. But I'm gonna have questions about me that you gotta guess. So you have separate questions? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna make no you write your own test here, Amanda. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Ask asking for a, uh, a friend, have you sweat? So Five questions from each of us, maybe, uh, unless uh, one of us runs out first, but let's test our, well, good for fucking you. Look at me. I'm Amanda. I'm so cool. You said to pick five questions, and I did my best, but, you know, I first off, I kind of, you gave me a heads up, but at the same time, I wasn't thinking directly the whole time about them, so I just kind of pulled some stuff out of my ass and... But it was like, oh, look, a question. So I feel like they're kind of lame questions. <laughs> Ugu, a question. All right. Uh, well, editor me, uh, go ahead and start the uh, the fantastic music I'm sure you're going to come up with. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll, I'll work with that. Mm, nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first with my question? And we'll tally up the points here. I'll go first. Okay. As, and with my question. Okay, let's do this. All right, are you ready? Husband or power activator. And in this corner, we have Tyler Vitito. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Amanda's first question is, uh, what's a good stretch? And uh, the biggest stretch is death. Uh, Well, I mean, I think personally, a good... uh, raising your upper body up on a surface so that the lower half hangs just stretches the back just a perfect way i mean uh in a professional level it's the akin to where you cross your arms over your chest and then you have somebody else lift you up which is also equally pleasurable Uh (sighs) anyways your your first question lady first question dun dun what is my favorite game console i feel like that's subjective it could change tomorrow, Amanda. I, I feel like I'm going to have to call it... Uh, I feel like I'm going to have to call a disqualification on that. Uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. Your favorite console. Well, I've never seen you touch a Nintendo 64 a day in your life. I, it, it's, it might not be a... It's, uh, 
I, I got to think about the, you know, turn the old noggin. It's either going to be the Super Nintendo or the PlayStation 2. I know you really like the place. Maybe it's the Xbox 360. I know how much you love Xbox. Oh, no. She, <laughs> she, she's, she's not responding. I can't, I can't poke her face through that one. Uh, okay. Uh, I was going to say, am I about to get the doghouse here? Uh, <laughs> so I know the PlayStation 2 was an important part of your childhood because uh, it was a system you had. But you also had to uh, duke it out with your siblings, and I'm pretty sure eventually your brother got it. Either your brother or one of your sisters got it, and you kind of got scrooged and ducked over it. But at the same time, you also had and have a Super Nintendo that you got to play uh, games like Super Mario World and all that stuff on. I, In my heart of hearts, I wish it was the Super Nintendo, but I'm going to have to say your favorite system of all time is probably going to be the PlayStation 2. Impressive. Am yes, I right? it was the PlayStation 2. Yes. All right, since it wasn't the Super Nintendo, you need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're rude. No, you're rude. You're disrespecting... Actually, the Super Nintendo it, that I have... It, it's right there, behind me. Yeah, uh, that was not my original Super Nintendo. I have a fake? Um, The very first Super Nintendo that we had, Um, I don't know what happened to it. My parents got rid of it. And that one that we have, I actually bought that off of a friend. When I was probably like 18, 19. Wow. Uh, tough times. I'm not going to lie. No. Uh, I was probably a little younger. I'm sorry. But I, I uh, bought it off of a friend. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. The The big thing that's thrown me off is the fact that your family is brutal with you and like keeping nostalgia. It's like my family never tried selling off my consoles or destroyed them on pavement. Thank <laughs> you. Uh Okay, so that's that's one point to Tyler. Mark it up. All right. So expect Tyler's maximum Ultima curveball 3,000 swing right here. <laughs> Are you ready for Tyler's question number one? Yes. When Tyler plays Minecraft, no matter what mod or any kind of pack, he always builds one particular structure whenever he makes a world. A golden penis. Thank you. Okay, well, shit, that was too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, for those, uh, like, what the fuck, for some reason, I get a kick making a golden dick out of, on putting it as a monument at every house to, uh, what's the best way of saying, uh, honor the fallen. Get it? Because, you know, they go flaccid. Oh, okay. Uh, I, okay, I guess I'm just going to hand you this fucking point. Sorry, uh, sorry, I'm just, uh... No, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm upset with myself. I, I... I, either you're really good, we both improved, <laughs> or I just handed the. Okay, hit me with your second question. What is the first game I ever remember playing? <laughs> I'm supposed to know this? You've told me before? I'm sure I have. I'm sure because I have. I've, I've talked about, I didn't really like <laughs> go balls deep into gaming until we met. So, I mean, just thinking back to when we were first together and when we were first living together, had David suggested me playing Darksiders pre you <laughs> pre, pre me like a, like i'm a fucking toyota over here i probably wouldn't even considered it but i don't well, know well with the information we talked about already we know you owned a super nintendo we know you owned a playstation 2 so the big question is which one did you have first uh super nintendo came out you know in the early 90s uh, so you know that doesn't necessarily mean you had it first uh I'm going to say that you did have it first, and I don't know the answer. I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to say that the first game that you ever played was 
Let us say Super Mario World. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I, uh, what, what was it? The first game I ever remember playing was Duck Hunter. Wow. Because my grandma, my grandmother had Duck Hunter when we had zero video games at home. So, like, the Yoshi grandmother? Yes. She had an NES she, with Duck Hunter? She had Duck Hunter. So when we would go shit. over to her house, we would play Duck Hunter, or I would play Duck Hunter, and that was that was before we even had any video game consoles. We, we didn't have anything like that at home. <laughs> but my fuck? grandma did. All my grandma had was rocks and, like, lawn darts and maybe like, the occasional <laughs> toad. You had fucking Duck Hunt? Yep. That was the first game I ever remember playing. I wanted the fun, you know, uh, I, I got out a tub and filled it with water and then I sat in it and pretended <laughs> I was happy. Uh, well, oh she had she had that game and then she had like a whole bunch of toys for us to play with. And I actually I was actually talking about this the other day. Like I remember going to my grandma's house and she had this really cool chest that had all the toys and stuff in it. So go over to my grandma's and going straight to, you know, giving my hugs and kisses and then going straight to that bin of toys. <laughs> But mm. that was that's the first game I ever remember playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, I'm gonna give you one that's gonna be technically hard, but I, I tell myself it's gonna be hard, and I'm gonna guess easy on the first try. I have no idea. It's a question that involves me, but uh, you don't necessarily know the answer unless you got the information for it. So let's see this. I'm gonna give you my own hard curveball. So. In the recent days that I've become a competitive player, uh, which would be, you know, with uh, Sun and Moon coming out and then Pokemon Pixel Spark, uh, my favorite Pokemon that I loved was Scizor, uh, Mega Evolved Scizor. Mm-hmm. However, there was one Pokemon that I hated facing against a Scizor, because not only did this motherfucker have four times weakness to my Scizor, it also had an ability that allowed its poison attacks to ignore the immunity from steel type. Brandon Good fucking God, you're going in depth with this. Brandon fucking used this Pokemon against me, and I hate this Pokemon to this day. What Pokemon was it? I have no idea. Oh. I literally have no idea. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. I really hate this Pokemon because in order to breed it, it has to be female. Was it Salandit? It's Linda or it's Lazulia. Yeah. Because Brandon fucking bred the shit out. Like, the moment he did it, I knew what he was fucking doing, and it upset me so much. Because, uh, A, it was fire and it was poison. It was fire, which is bad, and it was poison, but it had an ability because steel types are usually immune to poison. Yeah. But it had a fucking ability to ignore that immunity, so it was like, fuck me sideways both ways <laughs> over. What the fuck? Okay, well, that was my douchebag move. Let's hear your question number three. If I were to wake up, this is probably an easy one. If I were to wake up in my favorite game, where'd I wake up? I'd wake up in my favorite. Uh, I'm assuming you would put on your fucking farmer hat and enjoy your time in Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With your husband slash wife of your, you know, that season. Okay. Uh, I'll give a slightly easy one on the same topic. What is the favorite fruit I love planting and harvesting in Stardew Valley? The ancient fruit. Motherfucker. How the fuck do you know the shit? I don't show it to you. Are you cheating? No. the ancient You cheating, fruit, Amanda? Because when you turn the ancient fruit into wine, it's going to bring in the most money. Well, actually, the star fruit will, but you have to replant the star fruit every season. And with 
your super efficient farming methods, you would go for the ancient fruit because you don't, you only have to plant it once. Girl, test my Stardew knowledge. Who's your fucking Stardew historian? Fine. Screw you. Okay. Hit me up with uh, number four. Number four. Three, number what four. game? Yep. Number four. What game did I really enjoy but wished for either more content or for more people to play with me? That's like every fucking game with you, Amanda. No, it's not. Okay. Could you repeat the question? So what game did I really enjoy? I loved it a lot, but I wished for either more content or more people to join me for multiplayer. Well, I don't think you'd make me say Stardew Valley again. You won't. When it when it came out, I I was playing a lot of it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. But I also got burnt out pretty quickly on it because there is multiplayer. But and I did convince Dustin to play with me for a little while. Mern mm, Curve. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, I wish I could say something like Hyrule Warriors, but, uh, Hyrule Warriors, I mean, it's the same boat, you played a shit ton of it, but you you quit of it, quit it after a while, but I don't think that's going to be the title here. Uh, can I give, get a hint, uh, what platform did it come out on? I'm really sorry, I forgot to mute myself. It's okay. Um. I lost this, by the way, (laughs) but... (laughs) I'm trying to think. Uh, it's it's um, PC. It's not even a question so much as uh, uh, like a plea to me saying, Tyler, pay more attention to me. Let me play, you know, <laughs> play more of this game with me. I asked you to play it. I asked Brandon if he was interested and he was kind of, he he's like, oh yeah, I think I might pick it up because I don't think it is very expensive or yeah, I don't think it's very expensive. Uh, I'll give you this hint. It is... Wet. In early access. So, it, well, I was gonna say uh, Subnautica, but uh, that's not a multiplayer. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Subnautica didn't they institute a multiplayer on it? No. Oh, that's really sad. Uh, not the forest because you don't own the forest, as far as I'm aware. You better not be cheating and looking at my Steam library. No, you, honey, you can turn your head around the screen and look and see. This, you know, the Steam screen I have up looking at your list right now. I'm legit trying <laughs> to think. And it's really frustrating because this brings a lot of questions, like, uh, adjacent to the soul questioning thing. It's like, uh, spouses that game together, you know, they often play a lot of games together, but there's a lot of games that we, just because we have different tastes, we'll split our time apart and do our things, but we kind of wish we could, you know, keep each other entertained playing the same yeah. game over and over again. Like, for me, I always want to play Minecraft and Terraria with you, but eventually one of us just burns out of the other. It's usually me. It's usually you. Uh, because I have this weird diehard attitude of, <laughs> I gotta 100% complete this, and you're like, eh, it's the same thing over and over. Uh, guessing it's a game that's on Steam. Do I even own this game yet? No, I couldn't convince you to get it. Fucking heartbreaking. Well, it's definitely not Grand Theft Auto Five roleplay because uh, that's the opposite situation. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know what is it. Wildlands. Ah, because you you know when that first came out. Well, since it's still in early access, but when I first got that game, I played a lot of that. You were like, "What are you a doing?" A lot playing? of that game. Holy shit! And <laughs> do you know what I was playing at that time? What? I can point at that red fucking cape that's on the wall. Oh. RuneScape. You see, Amanda. 
Yes, I do. Uh, I, too, could have said the same thing. I also wanted other people to play with on that game at the same time. But, alas, I wanted to play the the RuneScape uh, graphics motherfucking game fishing, and you wanted to play the RuneScape graphics motherfucking thing building a boat, essentially. And (laughs) them's the breaks. So, speaking of RuneScape... Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. There is one skill in particular out of all... Originally, I think it was 26. I think it's up to 30 now. Back in the day, there was... And this should be easy for you to guess, at least. There was one skill I loved doing, and it was my first 99. What skill was it? Um, Amanda. Sorts of faces. Yeah, you are. I mean, it was one of the best things that one could do at... Even as like a low level noob, you just keep doing it all day, every day, and it was led it, was, it led, it led to, to me what? learning and meeting friends talking while I do it because it was such a great AFK skill. Was it fishing? It was fishing. Okay, I thought so, but I was just like, there's a lot of skills in yeah, like wood cutting and whatnot. But I just love fucking fishing in that game. It was so much fun. Oh man, like there's so many people I got to meet, like uh. Yeah, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> Why, you expect me to yeah. remember, uh, you know, Butt Knuckler 2020? Yeah. My BFFs of when I was 12. We, we we were bros back in the day. We used to, you know, we used to harp on them monkfishes like nobody's business. We were the <laughs> shark clan because we, we, we fished for sharks. All right. What's your last question? I don't know if this is going to be an easy one or a hard one for you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be hard because I'll overthink it. What game did I play that didn't seem like the type of game that I usually play or I usually like, but I absolutely loved it? I would have thought it was Pokemon because you you never took an interest in Pokemon and you didn't like turn-based strategy or anything like that. But true, but that's not the game I'm thinking of. Oh, great. So <laughs> there are right answers, but not that right answer. Uh See, with Pokemon, the catch is they have cute creatures. So I'm like, oh, yeah, cute creatures I'm in. So Okay, 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 fair. Uh, I mean, I know you like Darksiders and stuff, so I was kind of surprised that uh, you picked up God of War. Uh, God of War was a big surprise one. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was a big surprise one for you as well. I honestly didn't think you'd care for either of those games, but you actually loved the shit out of it. Horizon, before I could even touch it, like you got your hands on and you really liked it, and it took me months and it was just so weird seeing you play a game where you aim something at an enemy <laughs> and you did it and you liked it. Uh, God of War is another one because you didn't, you said you didn't care for God of War games in general. Uh, well, no, that's not true. You actually enjoyed playing it because uh, you played the original trilogy of God of War, at least a little bit. I tried to. <laughs> I gave up because it was hard as shit. True. Like when I, my very first God of War game that I ever played, I did mm-hmm. not get very far because I quit because it was hard. It was so fucking hard for me as an unskilled gamer, I guess. Was this a game I introduced to you or is it a game that you found out on your own? Um, You probably introduced. Well, are you going to tell me fucking Zelda? Hmm? you going to tell me Zelda, Twilight Princess? Is that your final answer? Oh, you're going to say <laughs> it like that? Then yeah, I'm going to immediately try locking in. You're locking in on Twilight Princess? Yeah, fuck Horizon Zero Dawn. Zelda all the way. You should have went with Horizon. It was Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, fuck me sideways in the <laughs> ass with the cactus. Because, I mean, 
Twilight Princess meant he, that you got the dick. <laughs> no, I mean I got interested in that even of course you introduced me introduced it to me and then put prizes, I guess you could say, at the end of bosses. But then you got mad at me because I kept going. Yeah, <laughs> without fun fact, you. For the audio listeners uh, who doesn't you don't know the story. Uh, when I first started, uh, this might have even been before we were officially dating, but I think it was when we first started dating, like weeks, months of dating. Uh, I realized that I wanted somebody who liked Zelda. And uh, she was open to the idea because she was like, oh, this guy's, you know, this guy's cute, but he's a fucking nutcase about Zelda. I guess I'll <laughs> have to humor him, you know, to get along with this. And, you know, I told her, it's like, I think it was what? If you beat the first dungeon in uh, Twilight Princess, I'll give you a kiss. Yep. And you fucking went apeshit for that. Like, you dove in head first. I took that first. challenge, I gr- grabbed it by the horns, and I went for it. I was, you know what? I earned that kiss. Walking and then the kiss because those monkeys are annoying as shit. Afterwards, you know, we'd, well, I'd play and you'd sit and watch. And then I was just like, oh, this game is fucking good. And so he's at work and I'm like, I want to play Zelda. It, it had a certain point where it's like, you know, I'm not even sure if we did challenges after that. If we did, it was minor or something like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Not but it was like she, her and I, she loved Playing Twilight Princess, I played that game dozens of times over already, and I love watching her play an experience for the first time. But then she, you know, truest to my worst, you know, dreams and fears, uh, <laughs> she, it turns out she liked fucking Legend of Zelda, and so she started playing it by herself, and I was like, well, at least I can watch her do the boss fights, because that's the most, me- nope, I keep getting a text message when I'm working at the gas station after, you know, we, like, pinky promise sweared. I'll get, finish the dungeon, I'll wait at the boss for you, and then I'll get the work like 20 minutes later, and I'll get a text saying I'm sorry, I love you. And it's like the fuck did you do, Amanda? <laughs> like, at this point, she could have, like, took a shit on my car or something, but no, it was she She beat the boss in Twilight Princess. I had to know what happened next, okay? Yeah, you did. But no, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is actually a pretty fair answer because I mean, well, yeah. I, I, I Look, described it. Yeah, like you said, but the aiming and the shooting, that is not my cup of tea because no. I have such hand, bad hand-eye coordination to aim and that just was not me. But you're right, when I started playing, the story was just so intriguing to me and I loved the story so much. I was like, okay, man, well, you better get fucking used to this because you got to know what happens and... I'm not sitting around waiting for other people to play it and watch. I'm going to find out firsthand what Top happens. of the morning to you, laddie. Jacksepticeye <laughs> playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Here's the first two hours for this week. Yeah. No, I was not doing that. It was just really good. The story was really good, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, man. What is the name of the, the guard guy that uh, ends up becoming <laughs> the captain over in uh, Meridian? Or Meridian? I have no idea. You know who I'm talking about? The smart ass guy? It looks like a Scottish has a mohawk. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, that, that's, uh, it was, uh, you, you see him coming in in the very beginning of the game uh, with uh, the, the scrapper guy whose earpiece goes rogue. And uh, you go investigate with him over in Meriden to find the guy who has the bombs and stuff hitting in a part of the city. Have you 
forgotten Horizon Zero Dawn, Amanda? No. His sister was the captain of the guard, and there's a mission where you go and save his sister? Yeah. It's his name. If you told me his name, I'd go, oh, yeah, okay. Olek? No, I feel like Olek is, uh, let's see. Captain of the Meriden Guard Horizon Zero Dawn. This is great audio. Uh, Aaron. His name's Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Yes. What about him? Uh, I was just saying that he he was my favorite character. But, yeah, anyways. uh, Final question. I'm still pretty sure I lost anyways, but, you know, screw you. (laughs) So, Breath of the Wild is a game that, uh, maybe not necessarily 100% just because of all the Corexies and all that, and fuck that shit. Yeah. There was one other Zelda game that I went as far as to 100%. Skyward Sword. What? Skyward Sword. Hell no. Why would I try to 100? I barely tried to 25% away my way through that game. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't try to 100% uh, Skyward Sword. That's hard for uh, Actually, there's two games, but still not Skyward Sword. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, I It was such a fantastic achievement for me because we had just got a 50-inch TV in that apartment that was on the side of the house. So I I loved it so much, and I was in preparation for the HD version of it. I played the original Sky or oh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. And uh, I did each island, got all the heart pieces, and then I made it into a life achievement on Facebook. I think that's the only life achievement I have on Facebook besides <laughs> getting married is 100% completing Wind Waker. See, I don't love Wind Waker, so sometimes I just forget it exists. <gasps> oh, why? Yeah. It's, such a, it's such a good game. I don't know. I just didn't care for it. Mm, I just think you need to get good. I know. I just cut you deep, didn't I? <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm going to not do anything bad because I'm live and recorded right now. Uh, well, do you think we understand and uh, know each other a little bit better now? Like, uh, I, there's always been times where I'll ask you a question about, you know, what, what do you think I like? And it's like, you'll say something and it's like, What? <laughs> Skyward Sword? Yeah, they, that's totally the the one Zelda game out of all of them that I wanted the hundred percent of. Into. I I don't know. It feels like you don't even know me. I think there's room for improvement. <laughs> uh, we got like twenty years before the trial of this is up, and we gotta you know start making payments on our marriage. How how do you make payments on marriage? Children. Okay. No. Wait. You are you saying you want to wait twenty years to have kids? Because look, you made me wait ten. I I, I might have to up the ante to put the pressure. When you're cold and almost barren, <laughs> we're gonna blow F- them cobwebs out. At forty six, I don't think anything's happening. <laughs> oh yeah, we we better go a little bit faster than that. Oof. Uh, man, I was hoping to fight with you over something. Why do you hate a uh, Wind Waker? I don't know. I just don't like it. So you don't, you don't even have a good reason. You just object. Well, it's not even, and Nier Automata is a shit game, and you somehow managed to beat it. Twice, I think. I, so with Nier Automata, there was, of course, different endings. So I think I did it the second time around just out of mere curiosity, but then it was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Thank you. That's me in the first time, so, though. I, that's why I just left it as is. But I don't know. I, I don't know. My first argument, of course, was the the sailing the sailing in wind waker was so fucking tedious and i know in the revamp you know they fixed that up doctored it up whatever but i don't know it was too late the damage was done 
I guess. So, is there a reason why you expect the responsibility of me turning off the light on the fish tank? Is there a reason I expect you to? Yes. Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Because the fish need rest too, but I'm too scared to have all the lights off at night. So, so when ra- you come home and I can feel safe knowing you're there, then if you shut off the light, the fish can rest and save on my electricity bill. So rather than installing a night light of some sort over there or dealing with your insecurities. The fish tank is the night light. And yeah. at Christmas time, I just leave on the Christmas lights, but we're not putting up the tree this year. So if them, if I can fucking sleep with the lights on, them motherfuckers can too. I'm sure they'll find a way. Uh, like it's an you know, on off switch. It's pressing a fucking button. You can do it. I believe so, in you. Half the time you leave something up there anyway. So while you're there, just press the fucking button. I'll tell you what. I'll just fucking unplug it from the fish. T- you know, I'll unplug the fish thing. That'll fix a lot of things. Yeah. Like uh, them having clean water. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. I wouldn't suggest any kind of animal cruelty. Uh, What are other things I can fight with you over? What's wrong with me using the same towel after a week? Um, Just because you're clean when you get out of the shower does not mean that it stays clean. And oh. you continually wipe your face after brushing your teeth or whatever on towels. Sometimes it's mine. I mean, like when I shave, at least I use the, the one that we use to dry our hands, at least. I went to go take a shower and there's yeah. a big white splotch on my towel. Now, that's the other thing I think we should also discuss right here and now. When you say your towel, it seems like you get 90% of the towels because they're the good towels, like the brown and the red one. But I get the uh, ones that we somehow have left over from Goodwill. What's you up with that? get what you grab. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why can't you fucking replace the toilet paper? If your excuse... I the toilet paper all the time. Don't. You leave, like, two sheets and it drives me so crazy. And if your argument is... I put the toilet paper exactly two feet out of my reach on the highest shelf. I need to really say, screw you. I do not mean to leave a couple squares of toilet paper. Sometimes it's hard to tell how much is left because I know it's getting low. But sometimes when I do notice it's low, you know what I do? I put a roll of toilet paper either on the sink or on the back of the toilet. So let's say you go in there and you need toilet paper and you're like, that bitch left me two squares. And then you lean back and you're like, wait, what's this? Fucking Ooh. magic. <laughs> Ooh, what's the toilet paper bulge in the back? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I got you a little fired up. I'm just trying to think of the, like the one like the one big thing that we still fight to the day. Uh, I can do this too. I'm so cool. I'm Tyler. <laughs> Oh, shit. I think that's going to be it. I can't think of anything in the mess with you, Ed. I I really do appreciate you. I love you so much. I love you, too. Uh, That's going to be it for the the casual side quest uh, for the uh, the husband and wife uh, video game episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Just uh, something to put in, you know, just for funs and giggles in the meantime. Uh, That was Amanda. You can find her on Twitter at LoseAGoodBoy. Yes. L-O-U-S, Lose. And she also streams a couple of times a week on twitch.tv slash Amanders, A-W-W-M-A-N-D-E-R-S, Amanders. Yep, Amanders. I was going to say, I guess I should say Amanders. <laughs> and of course, uh, I'm Two Times Tyler. You can find me on mostly Twitter at Two Times Tyler, where I'm shouting about how much progress I'm making on the Pokédex. 
like some kind of <laughs> snob. Oh man, two or yeah, twenty more to go. Let's fucking do it. Anyways, that was you Amanda. This was Tyler. Nick is out. Glenn is, and I'll see you guys sometime next week. Maybe tonight uh, once we get the team back together. But until the next time, don't forget to never stop the grind. Bye bye. Bye guys. Bye guys.